Thank you for listening to Remake Rewind, the podcast where we decide if some things are better off left in the past. Today we've got a special episode. We're going to be doing just Batman and cinema. It's going to be more of a uh, free-form, casual conversation than what you guys are used to. It's going to be pretty great. I'm Mike, as always. With me, I've got Double D. How are you doing, Double D? I'm doing great, Michael. I just watched a bunch of Batman. Yep, I did too. Dustin, how are you doing, bud? Hey, I'm doing great. And we've also got a special guest um, from Get to the Podcast. We've got Diego de Souza. How are you doing, man? I'm doing well. I thought you were going to say somebody else because you said special, so... Oh, well, we're not talking about Nick. Uh, no, no, I'm not agreeing with that. Nick's not special. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Diego, just really quick, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about your podcast, and we'll just get your plugs out of the way and start talking about Batman. So, get to the podcast. We are in love with 80s and 90s films, so we sit there and we talk about them. We have our verses. We have we do so much about it. Nick and I rant against each other. Neo kind of jumps in as your basic movie viewer and just says, guys, stop fighting, stop arguing, love each other, and then we throw out cuss words. That's basically our podcast. Sounds like a great podcast. <laughs> it's it's really fun. They uh, I've been listening to it since the beginning. Get to the podcast has kind of been I don't want to say sister podcast, but uh, you guys got started right around the same time we have, and we've kind of bounced ideas off of each other and supported each other on Twitter and Instagram and everything. So really great group of guys. I listen every single week, so definitely check out Get to the Podcast. That's Get to the Podcast with the number two, and there it's pretty go. great. So that's enough plugging you guys. We're just going to get into the discussion. So we are going to be talking about Batman in cinema, Batman in TV, just a general Batman conversation. So where do you guys want to kick it off? I want to say hi to Dustin. Hey, <laughs> David. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. What's going on, Dustin? Oh, I'm just doing this podcast. Yeah, I think Mike forgot about you. I said hi no, to Dustin. No, he said hi to me, just no, really I briefly. Think forget. <laughs> well, I really, I really, I really appreciate guest. it, David. Thank you very much. Yeah. Which... Uh, <laughs> Which Batman did you enjoy the most? Um, <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, well, I think Dark Knight was probably one of the better ones that I watched recently. So I watched uh, the '89 uh, Michael Keaton Batman. I watched yep. the Dark Knight, and I watched the uh, Batman versus Superman. And uh, I think the acting in Dark Knight was my favorite for sure. Yeah, I would agree. I think the acting from that perspective, like Christian Bale, is probably the most capable batman and bruce wayne yeah mm-hmm. that we saw i don't know what I, do agree with that? I agree like the big thing with batman and i think the christian bale nolan verse addresses it the best is batman is the true person and and bruce wayne is the mask and the character and i think that's the only one that we've had where bruce wayne is played up to be this billionaire playboy and he's drastically different and he puts on the whole like i'm gonna go buy this hotel and i'm gonna go be you know a smug asshole i'm gonna take off with the entire russian ballet exactly (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all of that and just just being a dick and pretending to be drunk at his birthday party and burning down the house to get rid of uh, all the guests so he can fight the league of shadows um in the first one it's 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 a character and an act he's putting on that's really the only one that we see that really happened yeah, it was, yeah, I think that was the best balance between the the Bruce Wayne and the Batman as well. Yeah, I agree. Christopher Nolan did a very emotional Batman. And I mean emotional where he just set off a lot of different emotions with Batman. You really felt 
like he was going through these things and he was making calculated decisions that would affect him negatively or positive, not actually positively, but negatively. And you see that when, you know, he set, throws people out of the party because he was acting like a drunk and he did that to save people. But you know, it was just, and I think the, the Michael Keaton one was more of a fun Batman film where you just went and enjoyed a movie where Christopher Nolan was more of a, you're going through this emotion, these emotions with bat with uh, uh, Christian Bale as Batman and as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Well, I guess also to just kind of back up a little bit, I think like the important thing to really remember when you're watching all of these movies is like every generation has a Batman, right? Like, I mean, you got the from the original comic books to like the '60s Adam West Batman, which is like funky and silly and Adam weird. West. And then, you know, you've oh, got yeah. um, like the animated series Batman, which is, to a lot of kids is their Batman, right? You've got like yeah, obviously Teddy the '89 Hardway. Batman. All of them are really different. And I don't think any of them are incorrect. So I don't want to come off. I I like, agree. I think even that within point. the so Tim Burton and the Joel Schumacher Batman, so. Michael Keaton, sure. Val Kilmer, and George Clooney are all supposed to be the exact same character, and those are what you would consider a soft reboot where they just change an actor. Right. But you've got in that series, in those four movies, Commissioner Gordon is the same actor across all four. Alfred's the same across all four. And in each movie, they refer back to the previous one. So in um, Batman Returns, they do refer back to Vicki Vale. When they, in Batman Forever, which I watched that one too, they refer back to Catwoman, and then in Batman and Robin, which I watched last night, and the God, that movie's a train wreck, but it is so bad <laughs> that it's good. I thoroughly enjoyed watching that movie last night. There's a scene where they go into like the evidence locker, and you see the Riddler's costume, Two Faces costume. You see like a Catwoman whip, and you see like a Joker suit. Like you see, yeah, everything. So it's all one continuity. So, well, I but mean, each I think character that just did the, something. The character yeah. Batman like has had so many. Even if you were to put just into the comics, like there's been so many different creative teams taking their own approach to these characters, right? Like to not only Batman, but as you said, you know, all the, all the rogues gallery, right? Like all the villains are important. Like there's just different interpretations of them. So like some are better than others or more enjoyable than others. But like, I don't know. I think one of the coolest things about Batman is there have been so many different versions to, yeah. to watch. I think this is yeah, they're all different too. To me, this is why the new series of films have been harmful for my health because <laughs> I Batman is so iconic and has been done in so many incredible ways. And then I'm not, I don't think Ben Affleck is a bad actor, but I think this whole role of Batman that's been going on right now is just, what are you? Are you dark nights? Are you just, do you need a Vicky Vell in your life? What is going on with you? Batman? It, it is definitely a Batman that doesn't know who he is. Yeah. And that's the problem that I have with these. So I did watch Batman vs Superman and Justice League, and Justice League was supposed to be like Warner Brothers and all the people at Jeff Johns, who's running the DCEU, have said this is going to be the turning point. They're going to recalibrate the entire universe with Justice League and make it fun. And without, I'm not going to spoil this movie. It just came out. It is more fun than the previous movies. But it's still not right. The big problem that I have with the Ben Affleck portrayal, which I was actually somebody who was like, oh, I can see it. He's got, you know, he's a big dude. He's got the superhero chin. He's a good actor, especially if he ends up directing the Batman movies, which is what we thought was going to happen. I would think it would be really awesome. 
My problem is there is no difference between him and Bruce Wayne. So in Batman vs. Superman, which is where we see him as Bruce Wayne the most, he goes to Lex Luthor's party and stealing stuff. Like, And he's not a good Bruce Wayne. Like When he gets caught, he's just, and he's just like, oh, I was looking for the bathroom. Like It wasn't believable. Like It was very obvious he was trying to steal shit because yeah. he was in their mainframe room. He never... He goes running into the building as the building's collapsing at the beginning of the movie. Like, there is no difference between Batman and Bruce Wayne in this movie. It it doesn't make yeah, any he's, sense. Yeah, he's trying to be a hero the whole time. And and he's just gruff and a dick the entire time. And I go, <laughs> the and I way get that I had, he's supposed to be jaded. The way that I had this Batman, like, went, as I watched the movie, what, what went into my mind was the Batman right before Batman Beyond. Right, that would be interesting if they took it that route. And you're you're kind of right. That's kind of like the Dark Knight Returns Batman, right? From yeah. um, uh, Frank Miller. Frank Miller, um, and that makes sense. And the, like they say that this Batman has been Batman for twenty ish years, and they say it a couple. They they give a hard date line in Justice yeah. League, like he says it's been twenty years that he's been doing this, and you obviously know that there's been a Robin who's died. I still think that they were planning on making the Joker be. Jason Todd, and then everybody figured it out early, and Warner Brothers was like, "No, that's not what we're doing." <laughs> um, but like, there there's some great ideas in there. Like, I like the idea of a a Batman who's lost some of his allies. They they say Nightwing exists in this world. We know we're getting a Nightwing, so you know he's made the mistake of having a Robin at least twice in this franchise. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff that has been set up that could be great. They're just not delivering it, and it's just I don't even think Batman has to be fun like if you look at the christopher nolan movies i wouldn't necessarily say he's a fun batman like those movies have an emotional oh, toll no, like yeah. like the the dark knight with the joker and heath ledger like we all know how amazing that performance was yeah that movie really skirts that line of being pg-13 r like there's how nothing hard. graphic really in it but it's so disturbing like if that was rated r i would understand if it was rated PG-13, I also get it. But like that movie, the first time I saw it, I left the theater disturbed and changed. Well, I think that, I mean, the Nolan Batman does a really good job of showing you, like, there's no, you know, joy in being Batman for no. for that Batman. Like, it's brutal, and it takes a physical toll. It takes a mental toll. Like, it's like a curse. There's a price to be paid for doing that. Yeah, and it's like, you know, it goes into, like, what the, the hero the city needs or deserves or whatever, you know? Like, it explores that pretty well. Whereas, you know, in, I would say, like, the Schumacher ones especially, it's like, oh, <laughs> like, some Batman, like, some portrayals of Batman they're fun like they like being batman they like wearing all this to get up and using all the gadgets and punching up the bad guys right right so i don't know i guess where the ben affleck batman fits on that spectrum and that's what i don't like about it yeah the other problem that i have with this and this is this is not a spoiler because you see it in the trailers for justice league this Batman does not... I don't understand how people don't know that Bruce Wayne is Batman in this universe <laughs> because, one, like I said, he goes into Lex Luthor's house and steals stuff, and Lex Luthor somehow already knew that Bruce Wayne was Batman. Like, like that's really the whole obvious. thing of Justice League, or Batman versus Superman. Like, he sets up this whole thing. Um, but in, the, in Justice League... He's going and assembling the team. So there's the scene in the trailer where he's like sitting in Barry Allen's second favorite chair and he like throws the battering and goes all in slow motion. 
he's going as Bruce Wayne throwing a battering. Like, he doesn't know this guy. How do you know you can trust him just because he's got superpowers? Oh. And you're going you're gonna to say, hey, I'm Batman. Like, join me, bruh. And then he goes to Aquaman in the bar with dozens of people. And it's like, I'm Bruce Wayne. I'm putting together a team. <laughs> like, clearly, he's Batman. What are you doing? What type of team? Uh, just don't worry about what I just said. <laughs> just a rich people well, team. Yeah, wouldn't he yeah, also be like, team. Bruce Wayne is super recognizable. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone in the oh, yeah, world totally. knows who he is. And that's my point. Like, And if he was smart about it, he could have been like, hey, I like if he wants to almost pull like the Iron Man thing from classic comic books, like, I'm the benefactor of Iron Man. I'm the I'm the money guy. I'm putting a team together because Superman's gone and I want to like save the world. And Batman's going to be the leader. Do you want to work with Batman? Like I'm going to hook you guys up. <laughs> you know, that would make a little bit of sense like it would be, you know, in real life it wouldn't be plausible, but in, you know, comic book movie, I'm willing to suspend my disbelief a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But they didn't even attempt to do that. Like everybody would know. He went he went from being a dark batman in the uh superman versus uh, batman versus superman because how they portrayed him in the films was like he's uh, like really hurting people he's like almost killing people she's he's an angry bat- batman angry yeah. ba- to this non well, he does not really a detective people. batman you know that doesn't even know how to hide his identity type of thing so you kind of get confused like who, who look Bruce, we know who you are no you don't <laughs> we do no you don't <laughs> no, no you bruce don't. we do <laughs> It's uh-huh. it's almost like the it's impossible. Um... <laughs> it's impossible to tell my identity. I'm the greatest detective. No. Wait, that's, <laughs> that's not a cape hanging behind me, underneath my suit. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Like I've got a voice modulator. There's no way you know who I am. <laughs> I know. No. Exactly. Um, well, I, I'm glad you actually brought up the detective thing because that's something to me has always been important to what Batman is. He's the world's greatest detective. Right. Exactly. And yeah. I, I think there's only two portrayals on screen that kind of hit that a little bit. So, of course, the, I think the Christian Bale one is the most detective-style Batman we had with his uh, oh yeah little yeah. bullet-putting-together machine. Well, yeah. What the, I mean, he had a line when he uh, cool stuff, get but... to that crime scene. Like, I need 10 minutes with the scene before your guys contaminate it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then using the um, radiated, like, radiated bills to track yeah. the bad guys. He actually had plans and was figuring out how to do these things. Of course, he had his little well, like big brother surveillance thing. The other thing, thing too, though, is that Batman is partnered with. Okay, okay. What makes him? I I would say the the Christian Bale and the most like a detective is he's also really partnered up with Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, and he's trying to get people in the DA's office. Like this Batman is not really setting out to just murder everyone. Like he wants <laughs> to find out who is doing crime, collect evidence. And then have them prosecuted or, you know, whatever. Like, he wants to believe yeah, in the system that's... to an extent, you know? It's yeah. not it's not like this Punisher without guns, you know? Like, right, it's Batman. Right. It's, that's what Batman does. Well, that's and I another think thing a lot that of actually, that mark. Like, I really appreciate about the Nolanverse is when you look, like, in real life, if there was just superheroes and vigilantes, none of these people would actually go to jail because there's no due process. There's no... there's. Batman's not going to court and testifying like, hey, I totally saw him do it. And I did a citizen's arrest. I filled out the paperwork for <laughs> yeah, it. The, like, the people's <laughs> next witness is Batman. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's waiting in the seat with the criminal. <laughs> <laughs> right. It wouldn't hold up. So in this one, you're right. Like he kind of sets it up so that way 
the police are the ones who get the credit for it. And once they come in with the, the hero they need versus the hero well, they, they have to be like, that's the whole deal. Like, sure. He's obtaining the evidence through, you know, less than legal means, but he's still yeah, attempting to go through the proper <laughs> channels. Technically, um, but not technically. <laughs> but so that brings a level of realism. That's one of those things where, you know, people kind of say, well, not everything needs to be in the Nolan gritty grounded thing, which is true. But what I like about these movies, it's all three movies. When I came out of the theater, I was like, man, Batman could totally exist in real life. You know, because there was that realism, like the grappling hook. Obviously, we're not at a point where we've got little motors that small. But you would imagine Batman if you had a billionaire, you can get to <laughs> yeah. there. And the R&D, costume, millions of dollars. Yeah. Like it would cost millions, billions of dollars. But you know what? I think it could happen until you really start thinking about it. Like that steam, like that machine in the first one that just evaporates water. Like we're 70% water. Why would it eva- not evaporate us but blow up pipes? Like, you know, sure. Sure. those movies on first viewing, you're like, oh, yeah, it totally makes sense. It totally works. And then you realize, you know, there's some flaws, but they're. They well, make I at least like appreciate the effort that's put <laughs> right. into making it believable. You know, like at least it's addressed. Like, sure, maybe technically it's incorrect, but. At least they, they put attempted, the you know, within the logic of the movie, I can I can get on board. You know, I think the other thing, too, is like all of the in the Nolan one, like all of the gadgets are kind of anchored, you know, like the, the whole skyhook deal when they're like trying to like pull oh, him out of the cool. building when he goes to China to grab that yeah. one fool. Like, OK, I mean, it's crazy. It's a crazy thing to there do. There's some truth but... to them. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was some kind well, of logic got... that made you believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Like if yeah, anybody exactly. could do it, it would be Batman. Yeah, and then you got like the cape, like they they've got the um, the uh, why can't I think of his first name? Um, Fox, Lucius, uh, Lucius, Lucius Fox, yeah, who's like helping develop the technology, and they you always do a little bit of a an explanation, like the grapple hook is like a gas pro- propelled thing, and then it's yeah. got the motor, and, and like it's not the... just Batman doing it all by himself, which makes it more believable too, right? Like, cool, yeah. Batman is a scientist, and you know, Batman's super smart and super tough and all this, but like, he's also subcontracted out a lot of the being Batman, and then they go, they give you like that little nugget where like they're ordering like parts from all over the world, and they're like, oh, well, if we order like one of them, it'll be suspicious, so we ordered like a thousand of these little <laughs> and we had to put it together for the helmet. Yeah. Yeah, they had yeah. to order the ears and the helmet separately and put yeah. them together or it would look super sketchy. Like, yeah, it makes sense. Like, you'd have to cover your tracks. Like, There's a whole, like, business behind being Batman in those movies that I think is really cool and interesting. We should buy his stock. I would totally invest <laughs> heavily in Batman. Well, maybe not because he is technically embezzling. So yeah. <laughs> from his own area. company. It's still embezzling. He owns it all. He's just I moving mean, the money around, dude. Why do you got to shit on it? We got to shut this guy up. We got to get Lucius on this guy. Yeah, we should buy right. it through Lucius. Didn't they go. do that to a guy there in the movie? Go. Like they got um, a, that guy found out that they were moving money around, so they fired him. Right. <laughs> um, I kind of want to talk about just like a high level overview of the uh, Val Kilmer and George Clooney one. I Great definitely think that Val Kilmer is the most forgettable Batman. Oh, definitely. Um, he's a little boring. Like I, I that was the kind of my Batman those two movies were like my Batman movies as a kid like I saw both of those in theaters the I think they came out when I was eight and ten respectively so those were a big part of my childhood I had all the action figures for those two hmm. so those were really big to me and like watching those movies uh, we're actually going to cover them on ruin my childhood um, there was a nostalgia factor but there were certain things like the Val Kilmer Batman 
probably, besides um, Ben Affleck, used more gadgets than I'd say Keaton or George Clooney in while fighting. Um, and he actually had a detective a little bit, too. And I think he was probably the smartest Bruce Wayne out of the uh, original three in that he, when fighting the Riddler, you know, solving riddles. But he also knows a lot about technology. So the Riddler, before he's the Riddler, is like trying to build this like brain wave box. The brain and Bruce dreamers, Wayne knows yeah. all about the technology about it. And he's like, yeah, dude, that's like super sketchy because, you know, you'd have to use a neural inhibitor, blah, 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 and throws all these like crazy words. So that, that was something that I actually appreciated in the Val Kilmer one is that they did try to say, like, show that he does belong in an industrial company. Yeah. So I do want to kind of give out that. But I feel like the Nolan Bruce Wayne would have just been like, shut up, nerd. And then <laughs> had somebody else go research all that stuff. Yeah, I don't know who you are. Right. figure this out. And that like. is one issue that I had with the Nolan Batman is Batman's supposed to have like, various degrees like he's supposed to be an expert chemist he's supposed to be an expert engineer like in a pinch he can design not like even though he has fox designing stuff he can repair and put back together and make changes to any technology he has yeah and i don't see christian bale being able to do that well, not well i think he obviously can, he can't like, do it but christian bale, Batman, like wayne. i think just his the bruce wayne that he's putting out there is a dummy you know i think it like when he's in like the bat cave and in that little uh, underground bunker and stuff like he's like making stuff and doing stuff yeah, yeah he's more yeah, he's of the like engineer using side, the grinder but... to make batarangs which is the easiest thing you can do no but he well, was like, i mean you know, alfred also said like he made that, on, like the uh, bullet yeah. put her back together yeah, machine exactly. <laughs> yeah he was like the engineer together. batman yeah but the other thing not that flashing that movie, it in front of everybody yeah the other thing that movie does really well that's the only movie or franchise that we know his origin like the league of shadows like and stuff like that like oh, if yeah. you look at the michael keaton batman I watched that. He gets shot a lot. Oh, yeah. His <laughs> tactics are terrible. He literally <laughs> drops down behind people, stays there for like open. 20 seconds before they realize he's there. It's almost like if he went <clears throat> <clears throat> to get them to look, <laughs> and then he gets shot, and then like they're like, all right, he's dead, and then he pops back up and punches them. Yeah. Like, it's I a didn't get the weird. wings thing. He just kept opening his wings. Yeah. But so if you're, that and... you remember his special weapon and that those films was just his looks, like Every time something was getting ready to happen or something happened, they would just do a close-up on Michael Keaton's face as Batman. <laughs> so that was his right. special weapon. It wasn't his utility belt. It was the face of Batman. So, well, so in those movies, I don't even think he uses batterings. He uses a smoke pellet once, and for the most part, it's just his grappling hook. And it's like super slow to use his grappling hook. Like he literally, There's a scene where he's in the museum with the Joker... And he like has to take out this long thing. He has to assemble it, and then he like shoots it, and then it's like a like a zip line instead yeah, of a grappling hook. Yeah, I think he has, hook. he has two different grap- grappling. Yeah, so guns. he's got like a zip line one, and then like a normal one, but still it takes forever to use. Yeah. But if you listen um, real close, you hear him say parkour. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you go to the Val Kilmer one, the Val Kilmer one uses batarangs in the middle of combat, and he has this like EMP stun gun thing. And then he uses the grappling hooks like in between stuff. So I'd say he used some stuff pretty well. George Clooney's Batman <laughs> was almost like Adam West in that they had a utility belt that had everything. Like it had ice skates in his boots, not knowing that he was going to need it. He had like a buzz saw. <laughs> well, wasn't he dealing with uh, with Mr. Freeze? Yeah, but he didn't yeah. know about it ahead of time. Like the first time he encountered him, he had ice skates already in his boots. He was he was ready. Yeah. And then he also has like a buzzsaw thing that he pulls out randomly. Like, 
that one like the George Clooney one went back to almost like the uh, Adam West just like shark repellent kind of Adam stuff. West <laughs> you know he you know he paid uh, extra for the pro Batman suit so that's why everything already yeah. came the installed pro. pre-installed yeah <laughs> yeah go go gadget bat suit yeah <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that one had a Robin though. We didn't even discuss that. Like that—that's the other one that had Robin, and I don't think Robin's done well. Like I want to see Robin slash Nightwing done well in a movie, which the, we haven't seen he, yet. The problem, He's only done well in animated movies. The, I the think. problem with the Robin in those movies is he's like super old. It, he's like thirty. Yeah. <laughs> Why so, does he need to be adopted? Well, actually, he's supposed to be a minor in Batman Forever. It's so supposed I to be the same fine, thing, but does but not he's appear to be at all. Yeah, he, he was just... 25 when that movie came out, Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. Um, Did he just get his master? Yeah, he... yeah, right? He's a grown man. Grown-ass <laughs> man. You adopt a grown man. That looks a little... Yeah. So... And, like, you understand, like, when he's super, like, he's reluctant to be adopted. <laughs> I feel oh. like all he needed to say was, dude, I'm a grown man. I don't need you to be my father. <laughs> I'm, yeah, thank you. I'm glad you know you're you know sad that my parents got killed. You're being real weird, dude. <laughs> right? Yeah, they should. I don't well, like you like that. The, that's the exactly thing that's what he be... said. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Um, you know this is awkward, and you know I know you're Batman, by the way." <laughs> right? I mean, that's cool. Like we can hang out and fight crime together, but I don't want to live with you. <laughs> oh, it's man. a requirement. Um. Jesus, uh, the the thing that's you know we know a Nightwing movie is coming out like they've already announced it, but all the people like if you look at like blogs and stuff like I do like everyone that they want fan casted as Nightwing is almost is like five years younger than than uh, Ben Affleck, and that's one of the things like I don't know that I think if you're gonna do a Robin I think you just need to embrace and acknowledge that it's a little weird, but you gotta cast someone who's like 14, 15 years old or at least looks that age. Because that's the yeah, whole point. Yeah, like they did like, for Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Like, get someone like Tom... Now, now don't take Tom Holland. Don't say... No, I'm not saying he should be like, Robin. Like. But somebody like him. I agree. Double I, e, that was an amazing point. You're so you, smart and beautiful. I try. I try. <laughs> you know, what my concern is that I feel that it has to be rated R. I think DC has to have... Just take it a different route and make Nightwing rated R. Because... It's like Batman is very confusing right now how they're doing Batman. And they, if you think about it, there's really, I don't know, this is just to me, my personal opinion. There's no real route for them to take Batman and make him iconic again right now. Yeah, I think they messed up in doing Batman versus Superman. They should have done a standalone Batman first. They chose the most difficult storylines and mashed them together. The death of Superman. (laughs) What are you doing? Right. It's like nobody. I don't want to watch this. I want to see Justice League not with Superman <laughs> dying because that's yeah. not what I want to see. And I will say, just sorry to interrupt. You, the the yeah. way they handle the return of Superman in Justice League, and that's not a spoiler. He's billed on all the posters. Everybody knows he's coming back. The way they handled the return of Superman, one part of it was a little gimmicky and kind of like whatever. Like there's a MacGuffin, but. <laughs> the way they handle him actually coming back was done really, really well, actually, in Justice League. I will give that props to it. You just just spoiled. No. What? They, Superman no spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> Everybody knows he's coming back. <laughs> nah, dude, I thought it was Supergirl. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I, I mean, hope for Nightwing. I hope it's rated R, and just because I'm a super fan of his acting, 
I hope Dylan O'Brien is you is and Dylan not, O'Brien, dude. Yes, I do. Because, dude, I've been watching Dylan O'Brien since he was on Team Wolf. Yes, you can mock me, but I watched him. <laughs> he was fun. He was like to me. He was like a um. Oh, I just forgot his name. Uh, Eagle Eye. He, what's his name? Uh, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, he's he was like Shia LaBeouf when he was first started out. It was really an incredible actor, and that's what he's been doing in American Assassins. He was incredible for it. I was like, dude, he should be Nightwing. All right, that's my rant about he- Daniel O'Brien. Anytime I see him, I just think of like the like the the slightly darker version of Logan Lerman um, from <laughs> Three Musketeers, which we covered, which was yeah. awful. I think they do need to go a little older for Nightwing, like at this point, because Batman's supposed to have been Batman for twenty years. Yeah, I'd say he was probably Batman for five to ten years before he got Robin. So I'm thinking, you know, Nightwing should be twenty five to maybe thirty years old if Batman's supposed to be pushing fifty. So I'm thinking somebody a little bit older, like, uh, I don't know. I don't really care about Nightwing that much. I mean, I think Nightwing's <laughs> an awesome character. I just don't care about the DC movies at this point. I just don't think there's any going back and saving them. Like, the tone no, is drastically is different not. with, like, Wonder Woman being a... F- like, Wonder Woman was a really fun movie. I think it was flawed the last 20 minutes of the movie, but it was yeah. fun. And it was like, that's what the movie should have been this whole time. Enjoyable. 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 It's been yeah. sad. It's been sad. You're like, no, why are you ruining them? Why are you not enjoyable? Right. <laughs> like, damn it. <laughs> the Flash, what you see in the the trailers for Justice League is what he is the entire movie. That's I would great. not want to watch two hours of the of Ezra Miller as the Flash. And I like Ezra Miller in a lot of other stuff. I think he's good in the Perks of Being a Wallflower. I think he was fine in the Harry Potter movie that he was in. And there's something else I've seen him in that he's he's solid in. But I would not want to see that Barry Allen for two hours. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, it's kind of um, like Friends, and then you have a show of just Joey. I was like, no, nah, you kind of can't have all that. Well, they did that, and it did not work. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly my point. I was like, no. Nah. <laughs> There's a reason why Friends work because you took a break from the characters and you went to another one. But a whole show right. of Joey just doesn't work out. A whole show of any of the characters would have been awful. Yeah. It, Ross was like realistically in Friends, all those characters are terrible people, <laughs> but they work together. Like Ross to, is to an what asshole. end? <laughs> what do they work together to do? Nothing. Those characters don't do anything. Right. <laughs> maybe maybe live life. Yeah. Maybe they get they through. Just I mean, they in, certainly oh. don't come together to stop some cosmic bad guy. Yeah. No, they don't. No, not at all. So did uh, you, <laughs> let me ask you something. Since you since you saw Justice League. Did you see the uh, Easter egg on uh, Green Lantern? I mean, it's not really an Easter egg. It's like in the first five minutes, and it's very obvious. Is but it? Yeah. Okay. They mention it in the um, trailer as well. Yeah, they do mention trailer. They, tra- they say oh. there's no lantern. Yeah, in the trailer, yeah, um, no Steppenwolf's like, no lanterns, no Kryptonians. I'm going to fuck this place up. <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, there. it's very obvious. You see him, like you see a lantern in the first three or four minutes of the movie. Well, Even in like, Batman vs Superman, he was like, "Oh, Emerald City." So the deal in that movie is like, because Superman's not there, some force is going to come destroy the Earth. Yep, right? I think I know where you're going. Why didn't he come before Superman got there? Right. I wasn't it, on the radar. It was things There's on no the powerful time beam. schedule. I mean, there were other worlds to, to tear up. I guess. Yeah. I don't yeah. <laughs> Maybe they've got like a weird person detecting thing, like life form, and they they knew he was yeah. there. 
and maybe because but he wasn't like how how ancient is this evil like he was he's only been there since like 30 years maybe i don't know 35 40 years however old superman right. is well maybe it's also because well no because wonder woman killed wonder woman doesn't matter she's there yeah, that's what i'm saying like wonder yeah, woman wonder woman, was, well, wonder woman was a god and everything so maybe they were concerned but they, they don't he doesn't seem to care that wonder woman's there you're right it doesn't make any sense yeah Dustin, stop He was to... waiting for Ben Affleck <laughs> to become Batman because he knew he wasn't a true detective. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. So then he said, he's like, all right, I'll go now because he ain't going to do much. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's old. Like, yeah. he's, he's a drunk he's Batman. What is he going to do? I do. He's just an old dumb Batman. I want to give, him. like, Stupid I don't want to just be bashing the DCE. It's really easy to do. Like, Suicide Squad, that was a god awful <laughs> piece of shit. But Reynolds, Green Lantern. Green, well, Green Lantern isn't part of this. Terrible. It's it's different. I'm, I'm just saying. Um, but it's easy to the do. Batman. As much as like a lot of people were like upset, like Batman's not supposed to kill. The only on-screen version of Batman we have that doesn't kill is Christian Bale's Batman, and even that, he's kind of like, right. I don't have to save you, which is the same as really letting someone die and killing them. And he also blew yeah. up that ninja dojo, so he definitely killed some people. But he was ninjas don't count, dude. Ninjas, ninjas don't, don't count. count. Well, at least he felt bad about it. But a lot of people were like mad that Ben Affleck Batman killed people. Michael Keaton's Batman killed people. He shoots people I mean, down think... in that balloon thing. He throws people down the stairwell. Val Kilmer threw somebody down an elevator shaft. Like Batman kills people <laughs> in the movies. Like let's just accept it. In the comic books, I mean, he, it he hurts them really, really bad. Like they're gonna need machines to like poop. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the Dark Knight that there's that Ben Affleck was when this all started out supposed to portray he he was a dark Batman uh, from the comics and that's what the whole conversation. But now it's just like like we talked about earlier. It's like now with the films there, Justice League. It's like I'm just confused. Which Batman is he? What, well, yeah, is he just a it, it, stuffed animal. It's or inconsistent. What? But I do want to just point out the combat, at least in that warehouse scene is probably the best Batman fight scene in cinematic and TV history. Like, it's just like the animated shows, like the more darker ones that come out on DVD. It seems like that could have been something out of the amazing Arkham Knight, not Arkham Knight, Arkham Knight with Ant, but like the Arkham video games, and something out of yeah, a comic book. Like, watching that warehouse scene, even though he was killing people, I was like, shit, that's totally Batman, using like... He's using batarangs in the middle of combat. He's using the grappling hook to throw people around. You know, I thought that was amazing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you get a taste of that at the beginning of The Dark Knight when they're in that parking structure and, like, that one guy's pretending to be Batman and then the real Batman shows up and has to, like, clean up all that mess. Right. But that one's, like, a lot more... I guess it strays from, like, the comics because it's more realistic. Like, again, it sucks to be Batman. Yeah. Like, he gets, like, hit by a van. <laughs> he gets attacked by, by dogs. Dog. Like, <laughs> he's fighting a bunch of crap. And then, like, it makes a lot more sense when he gets back in the car and he's pissed at the other guy for coming out here trying to impersonate Batman. Right. You know? Well, the thing like it's Batman from work. Christian Bale, like, if you look at it, as much as those movies are cool, like, the combat thing, like, at the time seemed cool, but it's really just him throwing elbows. Like, a really impractical way of fighting. It's just, like... He's almost got his hands on his ears, and he's just, like, pivoting with elbows over and over and over again. <laughs> he couldn't turn his yeah. neck, man. And that's yeah. something that actually really bothered me, because in the first movie, they make a point, like, this suit that he has is, like, bulletproof and will stop a knife. And then he gets bitten by a dog on the arm, and he's like, I need a whole new dog-proof costume that'll allow me to move faster, because <laughs> the reason I got bit was because I couldn't move faster. So then they give him a suit that's way more vulnerable. 
So and then like we didn't test this against squirrels. But I mean, looks way. But he gets stabbed in like Batman or the Dark Knight Rises. He gets stabbed. It's like he made himself vulnerable to knives because he got bitten by a dog once on the arm. Well, and and because he couldn't move. Which is he could have just changed the helmet part. Yeah, I don't know. I think having like the change to a more agile suit was like him becoming a little more confident in his abilities to be Batman. That's true. That makes sense. Maybe biting off a little more than he could chew and not really realizing, not really fully realizing what he was getting into, you know? Like, that movie, he's going down a dark hole, yeah. dude. Like, I mean, he's getting way into, like, he's just becoming, you know, that whole, like, um, Bruce Wayne being the mask. Like, he's becoming Batman a lot more. Yeah, yeah. He spends yeah, a lot yeah. of time being Batman. Like, he spends a lot of time in the suit. Like, it's, his life is changing quite a bit. And he knows he's the only one who can deal with the Joker. Right. And he knows the Joker is just there to fuck up his just life. Fuck shit you up. know, like, and not caring about, like, anyone who lives in Gotham City. Like, the, he'll kill everyone in Gotham City just to mess with Batman. Right. The thing is, and that, too, is I like, think, is even awesome. with his suit, it's like, um, you know, a lot of these times you could have just stayed in the tank. Yeah. <laughs> that way. <laughs> just saying. You know, the honestly. suit's not working out. Or that just tank remote controlled the drove tank. me crazy. Yeah. It, it looks like the most uncomfortable thing to be in. Like, how if he wants to use the weapons, he's got to, like, slowly. Like, what if, like, a, thing, a <laughs> car comes out of nowhere that he needs to blow up? He has to wait, like, the 20 seconds for the, the seat to go. Back to shift, pivot yeah. down, and then he slide forward, and he's got to be like laying down on his stomach to use the weapons. That doesn't make any sense at all. Previously on Batman, <laughs> come on, Lucius, what are you doing, man? Yeah, but it does turn into a motorcycle. It does turn into a motorcycle, does, which does. is pretty cool. That motorcycle, like they actually built, and it's like a technical marvel um, for how it works because it doesn't have yeah. like the way the engine works. It's really cool. Yeah, That's but like sick. I mean, I don't know. I still appreciated that tank, like. It was a, uh, <clears throat> I mean, the Batmobiles, we could talk about every I Batmobile in these movies, too. They all have their own personality, you know? Um, like, the 1989 one, when I was little, I remember that was the coolest Batmobile I'd ever seen. Yeah. So had, I like, had that as a toy. the cocoon thing that could come out, like, the armored it up and stuff, the grenades on the wheels. Like, that was an awesome one. But I did think, again, if we're anchoring it in reality, like, that tank is an urban assault vehicle, you know? Yeah. Like, it, I, the chase across the city is amazing. It is. He's yeah. flying on a rooftop. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's really <laughs> scary. Like, the other thing that you got to think about, too, is like, you know, like high speed chases in reality are super dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's really dangerous to be a person living <laughs> a- adjacent to one of these. And this <laughs> one looks even more terrifying. Well, so, the thing that I like about the Batmobile, so the the Tim Burton one was super long, and we'd never seen anything like that it was cool. And then when Joel Schumacher took over, like, the Batman Forever one. Um, so I actually had like a making of book for Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. And yeah. I remember them like, this one's 10 feet longer than the Tim Burton one kind of thing, like making it just longer and more impractical. <laughs> um, yeah. and then like lighting up, but the Val Kilmer one still looked pretty cool. It was still st- self-contained. I forgot yeah. that the George Clooney one has an open cockpit, like he's yeah, literally yeah. just sitting in it. Exposed. So does the Adam West one. And so does the Adam, totally West, Adam one. West one. But the Adam West one has a windshield, a little windshield. But there's a windshield. Yeah, it has like George a Clooney does like not a have a windshield. You just it has two hilarious. bubbles for windshields for the driver and the passenger. Yeah, the, <laughs> George Clooney's does basically, not. Yeah, basically nobody could have said that they cannot stop Batman. Uh, just shoot him. He's in his car. Yeah, it would be super easy. <laughs> but it goes real fast. Or yeah. do a clothesline. Just put a wire across the street. <laughs> it's decapitated. 
done. done. Next Easy. Thing. No, because then like a little blade pops up out of the front and cuts the wire. If you could dummy. see it. <laughs> dummy. He the was the car, car, the car can detect the thin wire. AI. <laughs> but I do he think. He was prepped for everything. I do think the Ben Affleck Batmobile kind of bridges the gap between the comic booky and the Tim Burton ones with the the tumbler like i i do think the ben affleck one was probably the the best balance of all the batmobiles like it was tanky and an urban assault vehicle but it also seemed like it, it could go it. like a million miles per hour and just fucking haul ass yeah, yeah. and just destroy buildings and boats <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you remember the second Batman when it goes like into the uh, to the alleyway and it goes and it up from being? Well, it goes from being like a four wheeled vehicle and it turns yeah. into a two wheeled vehicle and it just goes right through this thin alleyway. Oh yeah, it flips it up, it banks it. Thin alleyways. But, yeah, well, and it and it scoots off. Yeah, Val Kilmer's awesome. one goes up outside of the awesome. wall. I agree. Yeah, like he angles exactly. it up, and then it go. He shoots like yeah. a grapple hook up to the top off. of the roof, and then it pulls him up when he's getting because uh, Two Face is about to shoot an RPG at him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, these are the features I want on my next car. Well, these cars can't turn. <laughs> in both sets of movies, they have to shoot a grapple hook out at a pole to actually be able to turn because these cars are too long yeah. and not maneuverable. But they look dope. That's. But they did test that on MythBusters. Yeah. That totally wouldn't work. By the way. Well, no, probably just like. <laughs> And pulls down. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> or it would just yank off the end of the yeah. car. Um, if when they or you just miss and hit a person or something. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> it goes through like a like a coffee shop and just kills a bunch of people. Just, no, it would like grapple <laughs> them. It would just drag the them out of the coffee shop and drag them down the street. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Why am I not turning? Why am I? Why is this guy hooked up to my car? <laughs> and then he just hits a brick wall. Batmobile explodes. I caught him. And Finn. Uh, yeah, and the other thing, too, Finn. I guess, you know, is the villains in a Batman movie are important, right? All of these movies feature um, different Batman villains and different, I would say, varying uh, degrees of performance from all of them. Uh, I, I got to say, Nicholson's the Joker is awesome. Also, that movie oh, has great. one of my favorite villains of all time, Bob the Goon. Bob the Goon. Bob the Goon. I love Bob the Goon. <laughs> so, just so people know, so... Dustin, Double D, and I worked together for for quite a while, um, but there was a point where like uh, Dustin was actually my my manager, and I was his Bob the Goon. We always joked around like I was just the guy who was there for him, was gonna do what it took. Cause you <laughs> are my number one. God. Never discussing the fact that Bob the Goon dies from by the Joker's hand. Yeah, because so he asks him for I a gun, and day. then he shoots him with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Dustin's gonna kill me one day. Bob, because I'm Bob the Goon. Bam. <laughs> Bob the Goon. They also no, had sweet Joker jackets, was... dude. Those Joker Gang jackets in that movie were yeah. awesome. Oh, those were cool. They yeah. had the comic book. How Joker did they have time and to get on those the helicopter? I don't know, man. <laughs> well, my question for that was, where did he get all these gadgets that are automatically oh, yeah, like the clownish? Well, <laughs> they, they they touch on that. Yeah. They say that the he was Joker um, is prepared. Well, they say that he was a brilliant chemist. Like, he was top in his class in biochemistry and engineering. And art. And, and art. art. Yeah. So, that Joker was the definitive <laughs> Joker. Like, when they said they were going to do Joker in the Nolanverse, they're like, there's no way anyone's going to top that. And I think I think they're both very good Jokers. Like, obviously, we, as a society, we've kind of agreed that uh, the... Uh, 
Heath Ledger one is the definitive Joker at this point, but I don't think it makes Jack Nicholson's any worse. No, like no. I still think oh, that is an amazing performance and an amazing villain. Yeah, I mean, he's I just going around that. like I mean, melting I, people's faces because it's fun with that acid, fun. like like his girlfriend yeah, or whatever. Like flower. he just like melted half of her face. He like tries to do he it tried to, to melt Kim Basinger. Yeah, yeah. And another one, another character that did really well that I remember all the time is uh, Danny DeVito. Yeah, uh, Copperhead. Yeah, he was a great. Well, yes and no. He was a great villain for the Tim Burton verse, but that's not what Cobblepot's like at all. I think he like, looks Cobblepot. amazing though, and is gross and terrifying. Yeah, he he looked gross, and great. but that's not what the penguin. The penguin's not supposed to be. Gross I get it. and stuff like it was a fun villain, but yeah, it's, it doesn't yeah. make it bad though. No, it was. Yeah, no, good. but that he did an good incredible too. job. Oh yes, yes she did. Michelle Pfeiffer was great as Catwoman. Amazing. That was yes. Uh, <laughs> that whole Catwoman thing is actually really funny. There was a different actress I cannot remember her name, who was supposed to be Vicky Vale in the '89 Batman, and there was going to be a scene where they go horseback riding. It was, she fell off the horse and like broke her shoulder, so they had to recast <laughs> Kim Basinger. Like they had Crap. to recast like after they started filming. So that's how Kim Basinger got the role. But this woman really wanted to be in the Batman movies. So she like went to Tim Burton's house or office dressed as Catwoman to try to get he's like you owe me this role because I got hurt doing your last movie <laughs> and she started like stalking wow. Tim Burton because she wanted to be Catwoman. It was really weird. Just a little trivia for you guys. That's hilarious. Well, if you gave her her name, it'd be the yeah. Trivia. I don't remember her name and I don't care enough to look it up. <laughs> I would even trivia know. within the trivia yeah. right now. Yeah, exactly. It's half-ass trivia by Mike. <laughs> Who else did we Just get? We got uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. Those puns Mr. were Freeze. amazing. The suit was Just, cool. Oh, was so really good. Cool. The suit was totally cool. It didn't make sense. It was powered by diamond lasers, Just and lasers would, eat up, eat up I would the think, diamonds, heat man. things up. Just eating up diamonds. Yeah. yeah. Well, and also, he keeps saying it's a laser, and lasers are pure energy. It's made from diamonds. that make heat? <laughs> made from diamonds. <laughs> Duh. God. <laughs> Duh, Michael. Um, Everybody knows that. That was bad. Bane was terrible. terrible. Like that's not Bane. Not my hashtag. Not my Bane. Which one? My Bane. The Bane in um, Batman and yeah. Robin. He just okay. was like a Pokemon. It's Bane. He just grunted. Bane. It's like Odor. With the venom. That's yeah, he was dumb. And even Odor the Bane in Odor. the Nolan verse. Well, like I think he was awesome. Tom Hardy, like, is one of my favorite actors. I think he's great. Like oh, they yeah. took the Bane origin and gave it to Talia Osgul. I wasn't cool with that, but Bane was still fucking yoked and awesome. What who yeah. else we got? Uh, Riddler and Two Face sucked. Oh, Jim Carrey's Riddler. You didn't like him? No, I, watching. It I did as a child. Up. Like it's kind of annoying and doesn't really make sense. Yeah, it was Jim Carrey? Yeah, uh, Two Face. You enjoy it because it's Jim Carrey. I, no, I like exactly Jim no. Carrey. Um, well, that's why you enjoyed the Riddler because it was as a Jim kid. Carrey. Yeah, think... as an adult, I didn't think it held up. And it's just sad that Billy D. Williams didn't get to be Two Face because he was Harvey Dent in the first two yeah. movies. And Billy yeah. D. Williams is awesome. He is. Um, I think the last thing we should talk about, unless because there's not really a Batman, we haven't really had a Batman villain for Ben Affleck yet, so we can't really discuss that. Um, the suits. Um, everyone like I I love the Ben Affleck suit. Like I don't necessarily like visually what it looks like. It's interesting. Like I don't like all the weird textures. But what I liked about it is in that warehouse scene, he gets shot several times. Yeah. And like, while it looks like a fabric suit, like I'm just gonna buy that a billionaire has a billion, like a bulletproof suit. Like they didn't have to go and explain 
that it's nanotechnology that blocks it. And like it does, he does get stabbed at one point, but he's able to take a couple bullet hits, no problem. Like I really liked that aspect of it. They're just like, yeah, it's a super. Let's embrace the superhero aspect, and they're just like, we're just gonna say it's a bulletproof costume. It's fine. Like we're not even gonna say it. We're just gonna show it. Well, it was only it was only a handgun as well. So I mean, the bat suit is supposed to be resistant yeah. to smaller. Exactly, fire. and that's that's what yeah. I liked is showing they just show it and they they embrace it like because it is a fabric looking suit. And that's one of the things a lot of times in the comic books are like, it's a fabric suit and like he's got Kevlar underneath it, but they didn't explain it. They're just like Batman. They didn't dumb it down, which is something I appreciated. Yeah. Like a lot of movies, like I'll use EMPs as an example. Anytime there's an EMP in a movie, they've got to explain what an EMP is and what it does. We all know what that is by that point. Like they didn't feel like they needed to explain every aspect of his technology to us. So it didn't really dumb things down for the viewer. Like I'll give them that. Yeah. Yeah. He also, cool. like, in the Batman versus Superman one, when he has, like, that armored bat suit to deal with Superman, mm-hmm. I feel like they they missed a lot of stuff that, like, that was taken directly from The Dark Knight Returns, and they missed a lot of what mm-hmm. made that really cool in The Dark Knight Returns. Like, that he had to power, like, well, first of all, it was, it was the, the fight grid. was supposed to go down in Crime Alley, where his parents were murdered. Is where he stages it right. in uh, in the comics, and he's plugged into like a lamppost. So literally, Gotham City, the city that he's been spending the last thirty years to protect, is powering power, yeah. his suit. The other thing is he's yeah. unable to hear anything because he's got like that sonic blaster that he's going to hit Superman with. So like Superman comes and he's like giving him all his words, and like they are falling, they're literally falling on deaf ears. Like Batman is not there to reason with this alien. He's the, he's there to kill an alien. Is it's kind of the whole deal. Right. Yeah. And they really took away a lot of that. And it's only when like uh Superman like rips the helmet off to where it's just it's Bruce Wayne's face that he can like hear what he's saying and actually converse. Um so I don't know. Like a lot of the drama I guess got kind of sucked out of that scene. And then also it resolves well, with no... them discovering that their mothers have the same name, so they don't want to kill each other anymore. Like, Martha. It's just... Did we just become best friends? Why did you say that name? It's like that stepbrother <laughs> scene. So that was pretty terrible. Um, I don't know. That part I didn't like very much. It's... Yeah, it's... I, I like the Michael Keaton Batsuit just because it was so oh, classical awesome. looking. It had and the it had black Air and Jordans the, the bright for the yellow. Shoes. The yellow. It had yeah, Air Jordans for his yeah. shoes. Um, and the... And they they progressed the uh, Christopher Nolan's bat suit like it, it was an awesome progression of it. I like it that he had yeah. the hard same to move. suit for like one in in Dark Knight he got the upgraded suit and it was the same suit in the Dark Knight Rises yeah. like that was interesting. Yeah, it was great how they they showed the progression of the suit. They y'all like we talked about. You see Christian Bale working on the suit and buying stuff for the suit and. Next film, you see the suit look this way, and it got better. It got more. It was more technical. He had more motion to it, and it it was just awesome. It made it easier to be Batman, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When you look at the uh, other ones, so just the Burton Schumacher verse, I do think out of those costumes, I think probably the best one is the one at the end of uh, the Val Kilmer one, because at the beginning of Batman Forever. He's got a suit that's very similar to the Tim Burton one. It's like the chest piece is the same with the yellow logo. Yeah. It's just got mm-hmm. a slightly different cowl, but at the end it switches to the all black with a giant black bat on it. Yeah. I think out of the, the yeah. rubber Batmans, I think Val Kilmer's costume's probably the best one. 
And uh, are you flashbacking when they show Val Kimmer's butt? In yeah. Suit? Was it Val? Is that is that why they you do like that? Well, yeah, that's why I liked it. Mm. Mm. Don't you get all you get like <laughs> butt, you get crotch, you get the nips. Well, yeah. no, you get butt in the first. So you get butt from Val Kilmer, and you get butt from him, and um, when Robin puts on his costume in the Correct, opening, yeah. like the opening scene in Batman and Robin, you just get like a like Mister Freeze is coming, and then it shows them putting on. You see butt, crotch, chest, butt, crotch, nipples, butt, crotch. Like they do like fifteen <laughs> yeah, exactly. butt shots. And like in Batman and Robin, seriously, there's several times where Batman gets like lifted off of something and he's like dangling and it just like zooms in on his ass. Like there's like six ass shots in Batman and Robin. It's fucking weird. And then they did the same thing with Batgirl in that one. Oh, yeah. It was weird. Oh, God. Huh. Those movies are weird. Well, that won't happen with, uh, <laughs> that definitely won't happen with Ben Affleck. No. Oh, it's a man. whole different Batman. I, f- I feel he's fifty years old. You don't want that. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man. Any anything else you guys want to talk about? Do you guys want to touch on? I really like the bat plane in uh, Batman vs Superman. Yeah, that's fine. It's weird. It's almost like droney. It's got that weird thing, it. but no, it's interesting. I like it too. I'm always going to be partial to the Batman Forever Batwing because I had that toy and I loved it. And it converts into a boat because he like the wings get blown <laughs> yeah. off and then it turns into a little submarine boat. Yeah, thing. that was a cool one. I, I love that. I had that. Uh, I got that for my the seventh birthday. Duck. <laughs> His ducks. That duck car thing was pretty sick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah, also that a little boat, too. I also too. really liked all the penguins with rockets on them. It was an yeah. all-purpose vehicle. Yeah. The penguin was cool. Like, as much as, like, it doesn't fit the comic book at all, like, it was cool and it for the Burton universe. And it had all those scary clowns. Yeah. yeah. Christopher Walken's I mean, in that movie. It was a dark Batman. That was a dark It really Batman. was, dude. Dark ba- Batman Return was very dark. Yeah. It was brutal. Yeah, I like at the end of that movie when he like rips off his mask. He literally rips the mask. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. He's, like, eating raw fish right in front of you, <laughs> slobbering everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, what? Running for mayor. Man, yeah, he's that's got weird, like, <laughs> yeah. three fingered hand. He will vote yeah. for me. Yeah. I'd vote for him. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. I just want to see. Give yeah. this gross little bird troll a chance to clean up the city. Mer- <laughs> I gotta say, I actually really like Poison Ivy, but maybe that's just because Uma Thurman was super hot in that movie. Yeah, she was super hot. In, yeah, like I don't normally think Uma Thurman's that hot, but in Batman Forever, she was like super hot. She was such a flower. <laughs> that movie had like a ton of like sexual innuendo in that movie. Like, there's a scene where she's like, she's like the uh, talks about how. She, Batman should leave Robin and just like bang her. Like it was a little bit more eloquent than that. Like he should stop banging goes, but, Robin. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but uh, then it goes to like she goes over to Robin. She goes, but there's something to say about the youth. Like they've got endurance and stamina. She's like, you should come see me. My garden needs tending. He's not even like, that young. Crazy. They're like the same right? age. <laughs> yeah, they really are. Thirty year old. Oh man. Um, you know, I mean, yeah. My last thing was just gonna say that I, I think what's going on with the Justice League, Superman, this whole DC thing universe right now, it makes me feel like uh, the Star Wars, Phantom Menace, those films that came out that a lot of people weren't in, did not enjoy very well, but they stayed with it because it, it's something that you hope that it's come gonna come out good in the end, and that's right. what I hope. 
it's going to happen in the DC universe because I I think the characters are there. The characters are there. Just the storylines that they're choosing, it's just not working out well for me. You know, I I think it's analogous to the band uh, Weezer. Where like, <laughs> when I was a child, when I was like 14, oh, I thought they were so good. And like they had those first two albums and they were just amazing albums. That I really, really, really enjoyed it. I listened to them over and over and over. And then like they keep putting out records and you're like, man, I really want to like this. And then it's just dog shit. Like, <laughs> it's just an affront to like, it doesn't cheapen what you used to like, but you know, it's like, man, this is really probably going to be terrible terrible dog shit but i i gotta see it just on the off chance that i might enjoy it a little bit the way right. i did as a child and then or you go and you're disappointed exactly. every time every fucking time it just lets you down and it finds it new ways to upset you that you didn't even think were possible when you went to go see it <laughs> right now you're like i know it costs millions of dollars to make this film but I do not know if I want to use fifteen dollars to see yeah. this film right now. The yeah. problem is, or you know, you shouldn't. I feel like I'm enabling it by spending my money to go see it, yeah. and that's the 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 problem with someone like me who's into it. And of course, like Diego and um and your your crew, like you guys are all in film and trying to you know, like you, you guys are in the industry, so you guys are going to be a, are a lot more forgiving than most people because you recognize it's a pain in the ass to make a movie. For me, because I'm just into the behind the scenes stuff, knowing that they essentially shot this movie three times, like they got three chances to do Justice League right, and they 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 did it, and that's that's what bothers <laughs> yeah. me. It's like they just haven't put the work in, or they don't plan. Like everyone wants to be Marvel, but they don't want to put the work in like Marvel. Like Marvel didn't just get to Civil War and Avengers overnight. They put in four years of work before oh, yeah. getting to Avengers. Before getting to Civil War, before getting to Infinity War, they're putting a decade's worth of work before getting to Thanos. Like they're putting in the work and destroying DC. And that's the problem that I have. And I'm not trying to be like a Marvel DC rivalry thing, trying to put that out there. It's just do the work. They're just doing so much better. That's the problem. But nobody wants to do the work. Yeah, that's exactly. I think one they need to get rid. I'm sorry to say that I love you, Zack Snyder, but I think you need to go. You need to stay there. I think Marvel. It's it's not like a versus thing, but Marvel just has their storytelling correct. They are doing it right. And DC is still having so much issue with it. And like I said, I hope they get it right because I love the characters. I love Superman. I love Batman. I love the story. Woman. I love the flash and I hope they get it right. I will at some point, I don't know if it's going to cost me $15 or a four ninety nine rental. We'll watch the films, but I'm going to watch them because I love the characters are so iconic and I love them. So, yeah. Yeah. I'll I went and saw it specifically. I have Movie Pass, that thing that's like 9.99 a month and you can see a movie every day. So, I've seen a yeah. lot of movies the last month cuz like I can't it doesn't cost me anything extra to go see it. So, that's the big reason why I went and saw it. Like I honestly considered skipping Justice League, but I had the Movie Pass so it wasn't going to cost me anything to go see it. And then doing this podcast I was like, eh, maybe I think maybe one of us should go see it and I'll 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 take one for the team i'll bite that bullet and i did and thank you i'm great it added Michael. nothing to this I podcast i'm so glad you did that <laughs> we owe you God one no you don't it's fine no you that was your choice you're an adult <laughs> exactly i i made that choice <laughs> Did you guys hear the rumors that uh they're gonna try to get jake gyllenhaal for the batman after well affleck? that's yeah. that's the rumors because ben affleck just is so wishy-washy he's just like i'm in it i'm gonna do batman until i'm dead and then he's like the next he's like well, you know, if I could figure out a way to bow out gracefully, you know, maybe. I don't know. 
He's like just I'm trying to keep people on the hook. I'm gonna direct it, Batman. I'm gonna do the score. I'm not gonna direct it. I'm not gonna. Do the score. Well, I, I honestly just, think just run away from it as fast as you can. Well, he's probably into it while he's acting, and then he sees it, and he's like, oh, "Well, maybe I well, can." Well, there's get that out of here. that thing that came out when <laughs> Batman vs Superman came out, where you see um, he's doing an interview with, right next to Henry Cavill, and Henry Cavill's like. You know, he's got his shit-eating grin, and he's like, yeah, it's great. And then somebody says something, and then you just see Ben Affleck's face just go completely solemn, and he looks sad. Yeah, I saw that. And, like, <laughs> everyone played the, hello, darkness, my old yeah, friend, yeah, like, yeah. over it, because yeah. clearly, like, he knows that the movie's not good. Because Ben Affleck's been around. He know like, he's been in some shitty movies, and he's been in some amazing How movies. He knows. He do- he, yeah, he, I think he does. I think he should just come back as Alfred. <laughs> he's the same he's age as Jeremy Irons. Sure. Like he looks yeah, the same age. He is. Just do that. Just give some more humor to the film and put in Jake Gyllenhaal because he's got that darkness. Oh, we didn't talk That's about the thing. Alfred. Michael Caine. No, we didn't. The best oh no, we didn't. Yeah. Michael Caine was like the best Alfred. Alfred comic books. What I liked about the original one, honestly, the the Bruce Waynes from Keaton to George Clooney are all kind of idiots. Like that Alfred is super condescending <laughs> to them. Like in the first movie, <laughs> yeah. there's a point where they're like they're um, they're gonna go after the Joker the first time before he actually turns into the Joker, and he's like, "Oh, you should go this way," kind of thing. Keeps trying to tell him you need to go to the other room, trying to tell him go to the Batcave, and he's just not getting it. Like he says it like eight times, like go this way, go to that room. Yeah, and then and he always in, had a tray. Yeah, and then in Batman for in Forever, there's um, a scene where Robin steals the Batmobile and. He goes, uh, Master Bruce, uh, young Dick Grayson, like, took the, the car. And he's like, what, the Jaggy? He's like, no, the other car. The Royce? No, the other car. The Maserati? No, yeah. the other car. <laughs> Fucking the Batmobile, dumbass! <laughs> Come on, man. Like, like those Batmans are super, or those Bruce Waynes are super aloof. Yeah. <laughs> aloof. But no, Michael Caine's the shit. Yeah, Michael Caine was awesome. He always like, uh, you really need to think this through. Um, he was always like, don't do this. Don't go be Batman. Don't go learn how to be a ninja. Don't go do all this stuff that's going to get you killed. But then he also this is like supportive. Well, he knows he like, can't he stop hides him. The letter. Like he hides the letter from uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal saying like, yeah, I'm just going to keep porking uh, Aaron Eckhart instead of you. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, he doesn't need to see this and, like, protects him. Yeah. He's he's yeah. the protector. And he's, like, that's the one. I think Dustin and I were talking about this a couple days ago where he's much more than a butler. Like, he's not an employee at that point. Like, he's was entrusted Family. by the parents yeah. to raise him. Like, that's not a normal thing for Yeah, I don't know. Do rich people usually, like, put, place their butlers, like, next in line to raise their kids in an event of an accident? No. I don't know. I don't think it'd so. be you interesting to learn how the other half lives. So yeah, I so. I think we've hit everything. Um, just uh, why don't you give yourself another plug, Diego, and then we'll start wrapping this up. Um, yeah. So, all right. If you guys want to listen to some more about films, uh, get to the podcast. That's the get to the pod. Oh my gosh, I can't plug myself right now. We've done. We th- let me just start by saying this: we we did two podcasts today already. So, <laughs> so my brain is like fried. So, if you guys want to listen to any other podcasts besides these guys, who's almost as awesome as, as these guys, go to get to the podcast. That's get to the podcast with the number two. They're on Instagram and Twitter. We'll um, 
put both of their uh, their links in our description. So if you guys want to check them out, it'll be really easy. We'll uh, share this stuff. So if you follow us on Instagram or Twitter at MDXPods, uh, you guys will see plenty of stuff I retweet. Uh, gets the podcast stuff all the time. But in this episode description, we will have links to their Twitter and Instagram. So check them out. They're great guys. They're uh, they're pretty funny. You guys have heard Nick before on our Willy Wonka episode. So at this point, you all have met two of the three guys. Um, you just won't have met Neil. But really great podcast. Check them out. Of course, uh, listen to us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher. Um, check us out on Patreon. Uh, Dustin and I just sent out all the rewards to all the people who signed up last month. So once again, we appreciate all of our patrons who help us out. Uh, we're still doing rewards, so check it out. We got some interesting things going on. And thank you guys for listening. Bye. Adam <laughs> <West>. <laughs> <laughs> Adios. <laughs>